0: and we are back to another episode of airing it out season two episode 12 week 11 of the nfl dave the sheriff has struck again bringing in my co-host dr david drew You took one on the chin this week, my friend. Finally, someone takes you down. How's it feel? Are we calling Penna the sheriff? Is that the... We are calling him the sheriff. Okay, he's the sheriff. Or the town, one of the two. He's the sheriff in town.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Penna had a good week. Uh, There's not much to say other than Penna had a good week. Uh, And honestly, so that the game between, between Penna and I really did kind of get a little closer than I anticipated it would at the end of the day, but... Man, I, let's talk about the Buffalo Bills and the Arizona Cardinals, though, for a second here, because the Buffalo Bills, you know, Josh Allen did have a great game. The Buffalo Bills played a good game. They have a last minute touchdown that that seems to sock away a win against the Arizona Cardinals and then Hale Murray. Comes in, hail
0: Murray. <laughs> that's the new coined phrase, hail Murray. Hail I, Murray. I think is it was done by Mike tarico on on Sunday Night Football. I yeah, it was his. Maybe yeah, it's
1: fantastic. Yeah. Actually, I I heard it and I was like, dang, that's good. I thought yeah, that, was that was very a good very was good. A good one. um
0: You know, I did. I I didn't see that whole game. I watched most of it. I'm sure Penna saw all of the game. Um, I you know it was actually a really great game. uh uh, Buffalo played a really good game. That particular ending was really unbelievable. I, 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 you know, I wasn't inspired by football on, on Sunday. I didn't think it was like great football all around. So I'm sitting around on Sunday afternoon, watching this game. I'm like, Oh, I'm just so bored. <laughs> but anyway, so you get to the end of the game and all of a sudden Kyler, you know, they're, you know, we're going to throw up a, a, a Hail Mary. And he rolls out to his left, you know, as a right-handed quarterback and almost Kinda got tackled, right? Around. He did. He almost got sacked. He comes around. He throws it up in the air. It's exactly where you want to put it. And, of course, he's got DeAndre Hopkins in the end zone. Who else do you want down there besides Larry Fitzgerald, who might be the Hail Mary King of all time? DeAndre probably uh, learned it all from Larry, I feel like. <laughs> he leaps in the air. Now, I don't know why they had two guys on him only or three or whatever the number they had like was. three guys there. on him. Put them all. Put them all down there. 11. Put 11 in the end zone. <laughs> you know where it's got to go he leaps up, he catches the ball. It was unbelievable. I texted you real quick. I was like, Oh my God. And you're like, Oh, I'm not watching. Oh, you <laughs> the big moment. <laughs> but actually it was really something I, you know, I think that's going to be the story of Kyler Murray for a long time is these, it's just going to be these close games that are going to be Epic wins. And like, you know, there's going to be these miracle moments for some strange reason and every once in a while, one of those players comes along and you're just, you're like, why do you always beat us? <laughs> you know, but Josh Allen had a great week too. So, I mean, it's, it's a tough one.
1: Tough well, it's kind of like Patrick Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes came on the scene. He kept having these like big games, these big game moments and he would win and and he would lead this team to victory. And, and, you know, I think Kyler Murray does just have a little something special in him that yeah. the Cardinals rally around. They don't feel like they're out of the game because they have him. you know, DeAndre okay. Hopkins they have a great wide receiver in DeAndre Hopkins. And this is even despite the fact that their running game has been kind of in flux because kenny and drake was hurt for a little while then they were using chase edmonds um so you know it's it's definitely they're kind of a fun team to watch i'm very much looking forward to thursday night football cardinals versus the the seahawks this week but yeah, in general bad. the league you're right it was a boring week for football i think yeah. because there were a lot of buys there were a lot of buys in there the giants won what the heck that's, that's about i don't
0: understand <laughs> And now you would think they were the next coming of uh the you know Kansas City Chiefs. People are talking about them like this great team. I'm like, no, you didn't watch the game. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, they didn't. I mean, and also Daniel Jones got a 39-yard rushing touchdown, and at least yeah. he didn't fall down this time. So, <laughs> you, you know, that's always a 50-50 toss-up on whether or not he can actually make it past some yard markers. Um, but hey, they won a game. Yes. Uh, they are gonna, they're almost in the lead for the NFC's, so they're still not in the lead for the <laughs> nfc is because, because of that of the stupid tie. tie. Think, right? yeah. Yep. Um but hey, maybe they're going to do something. I guess it'll be solid. Listen really quick on the
0: pick. It's true. I, really, yeah, right. Where are we get nobody to we'll screw that one up. Um really quick on the Kyler Murray thing. So I had a fan uh, reach out to me and say, um you know, we, you guys picked through your your players who you think who would you pick now if you were then, right? Like so she she says uh and this is Caitlin, Caitlin's a little shout out to you here cuz you're one of our great listeners. And she says, you always told me that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback ever, but yet you picked Drew Brees. And I said, well, Drew Brees was a fantasy machine when it came to points. I said, but Tom Brady just knew how to win football games. You don't have six rings for no reason or whatever the number is. Um, I think it's going to be a little bit like Kyler, right? It's just going to be, he's just going to win games, which actually Josh Allen kind of has that, you know, that moment, those moments too, but we all still sit on the fence. Poor Penn, we've beat up Buffalo so much yet. <laughs> They're actually pretty decent teams so far. It was, you know, Hello. it is
1: kind of nice to have some new quarterbacks to think about, other than Tom yeah. Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, yeah, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, yeah, Drew et cetera. Brees. Like now we have yeah. some guys that you're actually thinking about playing every week between Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen. Um, even Teddy Bridgewater now
0: you got yeah Joe Burrow I mean you got these um you know you don't you don't you you don't have uh Baker Mayfield
1: (laughs) yeah I mean but that was the thing right you had a couple of these really high draft pick quarterbacks that didn't really turn into amazing uh frontline NFL talent like and the Cleveland Browns had all of them on their team at some point but you always (laughs) thought maybe it was just because it was the Cleveland Browns but ultimately like You just haven't seen really good quarterbacks come out in a while. Or you see things like Lamar Jackson, where Lamar Jackson comes out, plays lights out, scores a ton of points, is very exciting week in and week out for fantasy, and then has just like a very, very down year this year. And you know, it that's frustrating from a fantasy football ownership perspective because you're sitting there like, Man, do I play the guy? He was so good. You have like you 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 start to judge on past performance. And that's really not what you wanna do in fantasy football. You really always have to be looking forward. So, um, you know, I I think it would be really interesting to see if, you know, the, the trade deadline's coming up here. Be interesting to see if any of these kind of like old school yeah. names start to get floated around yep. in trades for some to of the see
0: some flurry of that. That would be really fun to watch.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: But you know, right, we so... should we should transition to uh talk a about it. should we talk about your impetus game really quick, even though we talked about it a little bit and start reviewing some of these games. We...
1: Yeah, well, I was gonna say the, the scores overall across the yeah. board were very low, and I think yeah. it's been, from the bye weeks from kind of a boring weekend of football, nothing like I think they go hand in hand. It wasn't like people were playing the wrong guy. Guys and they had really low scores but like the average yeah. score in the league this week was somewhere like around 90 points and usually like everybody but you know say you will score <laughs> more than 100 points uh <laughs> and and you know you'll still win the game but everybody else I will score more than 100
0: great points. defense i still play great defense
1: yeah but let's talk a little bit about my game in <laughs> penna's right. game this is a great well, game final score 143 yep. and a half for penna 124 for me yeah. uh, the, my second loss of the season Penna really took it to me here really on the, on the back of, of stellar Detroit
0: lions. Detroit Lions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yep. who would have thought basically.
1: Yeah. You got 35 points between Marvin Jones getting 15 and Deandre Swift getting 20. Um, and then Nick Chubb, you know, Nick Chubb's yeah. back. He's, that's a big, big part of, of Penna's team is, is that running back, uh, combination with DeAndre Swift playing. so And, you know, we um, said
0: that last week, I think, going in, that, you know, Nick Chubb going to be an interesting person to look at, uh, you know, coming back. And 18 points is obviously almost the difference between you guys in a lot of ways. So it was a difference maker. Um, but who would ever think the uh, the Detroit Lions would come up with two double-digit players in the running back and wide receiver slot? <laughs> That's
1: true. But if you look all the way down, so Pennett messaged very early, he messaged into the group, and he said, man, I think I played the wrong uh, wide receivers. And ultimately, yeah. all of his wide receivers on his bench put up 15 points. He couldn't have made yeah. a bad decision, although he did make the bad decision playing Robert who with three, but he didn't really need the points there because... Josh Allen with 35 and then 18 from Chubb, 20 from Swift. Yeah. Stefan Diggs had a great game. Yeah,
0: even his kicker had a great game. But his <laughs> kicker,
1: 18 points from Tyler Bass. That's where what Buffalo a game really came was. in. That was a great yeah. game. Um, and let, yeah, you know I what? actually,
0: do you know how many points, out am curious, do you know how many points you got for Kyler's uh, um, Hail Mary? Did you, did you get? how many points is that that's six plus 50 yards is that was it was, it was a...
1: 43 it was a 43 yard play so it was like four for the yardage four, or sorry two for then... the two for the yardage six for the points so eight, so eight um, and then okay. in a bonus of 40 plus so nine nine points nine so okay i mean it definitely made it close i would say so going into like monday night um you know i had roquan smith and khalil mack to play as well as justin jefferson in that minnesota Chicago game I think was, I had sitting around like a 90 high 90s or something and I thought there was zero chance I would even approach um Penn's score ultimately Roquan Smith had nine points yeah um yeah. and Khalil Mack put up three and a half and Justin Jefferson had a def- decent game so um I actually ended up pulling up to like 124 which I couldn't really believe but Kyler and Josh Allen we said at the at last week that it would be a. Uh, Kind of a matchup between the two, and it really was. And and I and I think I had said that I'm a little nervous about the running backs right now. Like, you know, I, my running back depth has has not really been as strong as it was, especially with yeah. Ezekiel it, Elliott. You know, yeah.
0: And to be honest with you, Derek Henry just sort of hovering around that that ten. 10 point which is fine it's just that he's normally a lot more so well what's crazy is he's here.
1: getting all he's getting 10 points and it's all from yardage he's not scoring touchdowns it, yeah it's that's unbelievable right. that Derek. i mean i guess they really are just stacking the box because Derek henry Maybe. could probably walk into the end zone unless yeah. let do that um <laughs> and trying to let Tannehill throw either that or they're just not getting into the red zone very much but um you know they did lose that game 17 to 34 so they really didn't have a lot of scoring opportunities yeah. anyway
0: well, it was it was a good one. It was definitely good. I tell you, um, one side note on the NFL and uh, and Buffalo for penance' sake. I tell you, Miami is an interesting. Who would have thought Miami would be the team to kind of. Sneaking in here. They're going to have some interesting games coming up, I feel like. So that'll be interesting to watch.
1: Yeah, Miami is, I mean, they're playing really well. And, yeah. you know, they just cut Jordan Howard. They're like, who needs him? And they thought yeah. that was going to be a big part of their offense. So. Is their
0: defense playing is playing so well, you know, that's one of the things. And Tua's playing, well, obviously, I mean, he's won three games, but. Yeah, I mean, um, isn't right, doing well, anything too crazy. I, the one, well, the sheriff has taken you down. So and he had a great, fantastic. he
1: had a great line. He said, I, "I should have upgraded to Jones 2.0, and I would have been fine." Because Ronald Jones at 26 points, he and that would have
0: an amazing day. It really would should've have made it better. Should have made that trade. Yeah, tried to. I don't, know if, to. Still on, I I don't to. know if it's still on the table, but it might be. Oh,
1: we could talk about it. <laughs> Justin Herbert got a new haircut, though. Now he looks like a a, a child. I, do, I saw many look like an eight
0: year old guy. He does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I saw people compare him to Sid from, uh, (laughs) from Toy Story and young Anakin Skywalker. (laughs) And man, there were some pretty funny ones out there.
0: (laughs) Why don't we go to our uh, second best team in the league and also taken down this league this week, uh, the Boston gang Stav, uh, takes a loss to the no luck, literally, uh, who also had a fantastic week. And as before we came on to this, uh, podcast video thing we have going on here, You, you had mentioned all of a sudden race team as it does every year in about week nine, 10, 11, looks like a scary factor going into the playoffs. So yeah. Um, what do you think?
1: I, you got to keep Ray out of the playoffs. Come on, stop. This was an easy one for <laughs> you. It should have been at least. No, look, I mean, this is, this is really the product I think. And, and we discussed this with Stav's team is that his running backs are so good um, that they usually can keep his team at a really high scoring level but the thing that he really always needs is Lamar Jackson to really make sure that like to have his average points be that one 30, you need Lamar Jackson to be producing to make up for the loss of running backs. Cause sometimes running backs put up stinkers and Dalvin cook came back down to earth, only put up 10 points. Um, even despite the longer layoff, I was kind of surprised against Chicago. I know Chicago has got a good front seven, but like, I was a little surprised to see that Delvin Cook only had ten points, although they did throw the ball a lot more. So Adam Thielen yeah. and um, and Justin Jefferson had good games. So the final score was one thirty-five and a half to one oh-two and a half, right? Um, with, uh, but I thank you, Ray, for letting stop lose, so at least he's still one game behind me in the standings. <laughs> so um, right. But you know, honestly, Ray's team's looking a little even scarier this week because Christian McCaffrey is out again. So uh yeah. he, Mike Davis, who only had four points last week for uh Ray, and he was still able to put up those points. And mind you, this was like from a pretty balanced effort across his team. No one scored a monster game that brought him up to this point total.
0: It's, yeah, it's um, exactly where you want it to be. Yeah, in so, so many ways. Yeah. Way to
1: go, way to go, Ray. Uh, and he had some options on his bench. You know, he had Naheem Hines and um uh, who did I just see that? Oh, Deontay Johnson, who both had a lot yeah. of points sitting there. T Higgins also put up some points, so his team's looking pretty deep. Um, Stav's team had a little chink in the armor here. Uh, we'll see if uh, he bounces back <laughs> this you,
0: week. You, uh, what do you think? On uh, Stav, do you think you start to maybe look at Ben because Ben is throwing lots of footballs and he's scoring lots of touchdowns? So, what's your uh, you think he'll uh, make a move?
1: I definitely think he's got to think about the 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 matchups you know like yeah. when do you play him i Ben like steelers versus the Bengals always is a good game every year for yeah. ben like i i think i would have played him over lamar if if he hadn't been playing new england right and yeah. no I, I don't even know how new england won that game there's zero reason england <laughs> can, know. new england can't be the dolphins yeah. but can beat the ravens i it, that's that's best up yeah
0: i think they miss mark ingerman in, uh in New England. And actually, Lamar's not even throwing, like, uh, Mark Andrews, my tight end, used to just, I mean, be a point machine on my team, taking getting balls from Lamar, but not anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I mean,
1: I don't (laughs) think Stav needs to to panic. His team's perfectly fine, I think, but it's one of those things where I think you got to consider playing Ben and even under certain circumstances playing Matthew Stafford, right? There's going to be games where, you know, Detroit's just going to air it out a bunch. So um, I think you got to look at the matchups sometimes, but yeah. um, so let's go to the game where the scores were basically half of all of those. So (laughs) we had the night King uh, with 108 points against Tom's goodwill punting who set the, (laughs) lowest watermark i've ever seen in this dynasty league i think at 52 points i don't know what happened to tom's team they all thought it was a buy they all had COVID. i don't know what happened
0: but <laughs> they all had
1: COVID. Mitt, Tom, the, the highest scoring person on tom's team was his quarterback with 12 points the next person was miles sanders with 11 same team when you're when your best scoring players are your eagles You're Eagles. (laughs) That's right. You're in trouble.
0: I don't. You are.
1: Every he had single-digit points from everybody else on his team. I've. I don't think I've seen that in the Dynasty League. Yeah. I mean, that's just terrible luck.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's obviously hurt by the buys. Um. I. You know, with with Kansas City out, I think many of us. Well, many of us, Tom and I, certainly, um, were hurt quite a bit. But you're right. I mean, you know, Carson went to quite a beating this week. I'll tell you that in the coach, and there's there's a lot of drama going on there in, in Philadelphia, but. Um, he, I guess he just didn't have the depth really to fill it in and he did the best he could here. Right. I mean, those are the players you're going to play that's on the team. So I don't know that I would have put, I don't know. I would have made many changes in, in this, to be honest, um, no, it's been playing pretty good for him. So,
1: yeah, you know, and, uh, I think the other thing is, you know, Patrick had a pretty down week as well. You look at some of the performances of people that you would expect to have higher points like Allen Robinson only had four points. James Connor only had yeah. four points. James Robinson, who's been putting up big weeks for, for him only had 10 points. I mean, he really rode Aaron Rodgers 37 to, to victory here. Um, plus a, a cool 13 from, uh, Jason Sanders kicker. But you know, I, the question I have for, for Patrick is when do you start playing Valdez scantling? When do you start going for the double, yeah. the, the discount double check he from Rogers?
0: Yeah, he is certainly the long ball guy on that team right now. I mean, he's yeah, I mean, he takes it to the house every single time he touches the ball. I feel like he's always in the highlight reel. And also, I, I'm i surprised. I actually kind of wondered because in one of my leagues, I did start Wayne Gallman, and I I got quite a few points from him. I wondered if he would play Wayne Gallman. He did not end up playing him in this one, but he's you know Wayne Gallman's running some balls and he's getting some touches down those end zone in the end zone. So yep. you know.
1: I mean, um, the thing is, I I I don't know if you can do it. That's why I, it's curious to see if you'll do it. He's kind of a boomer bust type player, right? Because his targets per game are less than like five to six a game. And yeah, but
0: uh, one, two, three, the fast four games had 11 points, 11 points, 12 points, 17 points. He's averaging touches around 15 touches a game averaging around maybe 55, 60 yards with touchdowns in all of them. So who's this? He's, this is oh Gallman is that what you're oh, talking Gall- about?
1: oh no sorry i was talking about oh. scantling right but
0: oh like, sorry, Wayne, sorry, sorry Wayne
1: Gallman definitely he should be considering playing i think i mean i know he's got pretty good running back depth but the valdez scantling targets are a little tough right like yeah I,
0: think- I get it i totally get it although he's picking it up a little bit so his you know he's he's yeah he had you know last four weeks no points one point 20 points 23 points he really is only averaging about two balls a game and obviously um one pretty long run or pretty long catch this week so right yeah you're so, right it's i think to... i think
1: your point about wayne gallman is better taken than the one about valdez scantling that yeah. wayne gallman's got this consistency factor right now that maybe he gets uh elevated into that flex spot
0: for uh, yeah maybe. Patrick, but well was it, it was uh tom Here's the hope and uh, uh, Carson wants this week, maybe we'll talk about it the, when we talk about these games coming up, but you know what coming off a week like that and all this drama, Carson wants to go and put up 60 this week. You never know. I, I'd have him in there.
1: <laughs> and then we, we let's move on to the oddly close, but low scoring game of the Davis square hipsters versus the Farmington football team final score, 94 and a half for the Farmington football team gets a win here against uh, one of the stronger teams in the league this year, the, yeah. the, the Tim Mansfield Davis square hipsters. Um, who only scored 83 and a half. So, you know, this is where the, the Seahawks triumvirate can really hurt you. And I think, you know, if, if one, if Russell Wilson doesn't have a good week, he's taking the rest of Tim's team with it. Right. And that's, that's not great because Russell Wilson only had 14 points. um, And as a result, you see it in Tyler Lockett's and Metcalf's, uh, you know, box score of, of only about eight points between the two of them. So, <clears throat> you know, Matt didn't even have a quarterback to play. He had to throw in Drew Locke at 12 points from him. Um, but ultimately, his highest scoring player was the New Orleans Saints defense with 14 points and was able to yeah. kind of eke out a win here because, you know, similarly, the highest scoring player on Tim's team uh, was. Russell Wilson with 14 points. I mean, his defense <laughs> yeah. scored him 13. So it really was a battle of the defenses which at the end re- of the day.
0: Yeah, which is really funny because the Seahawks played the Rams. So it's like a funny, uh he didn't get the points from the wide receiver, but he got some from the defense. So he made up <laughs> a little in
1: the change there. <laughs> but, you know, he could have played old man Brady and gotten 43. So, you yeah. know, I, I don't think you're going to sit Russell Wilson for Tom Brady these days unless you're forced to. But, uh you yeah. know, I think ultimately Tim's team, everyone just kind of had a weird anomaly week. And, uh, matt's team is also indicative of this as well melvin gordon didn't put up many points and you know his wide receivers which have been brandon cooks went out came off like the performance of his life to only put up three points so
0: yeah. funny kareem hunt and uh, nick chubb both had quite a few points in that game the, the browns was just ran the ball all day long
1: they did i think that's Might what well. they did
0: all right then we move on to what we're gonna uh but we should we're say, say have- that
1: score of that game was 10 to seven it was a win i know for cleveland it was 10 to seven
0: it was so they just ran the ball but there was no <laughs> point between sport. between the end zones they just ran the ball on the field anywhere on the green they just <laughs> that's all, they did. <laughs> all right so we move on to uh uh the game of the week <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting you seem speechless night getting <laughs> off the schneid uh taking uh Taking the loss, I got to say, it's probably most fitting that I I, I take the loss to uh, the Cayuga Middle Fingers um, this particular week. I don't know why. I'm not as hard on him as I am on uh, Tom's team, but uh, it's seemingly fitting. Um, so the Cayuga Middle Fingers 105 and the Upstate Masters with a rocking 80. <laughs> he really huh. mailed it in this week, my friend. Mailed to it be in. fair,
1: that 80 would have been good enough to beat Tom. It's <laughs> <is> true.
0: Ooh, <laughs> if we just hadn't adjusted the schedule. So yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, I, I Josh, you know, Josh Jacobs had a had a great week for um for your brother, Malcolm Brown. And Juju Smith's finally starting to get some balls from from uh from Ben. But Ben all oh, Ben does is throw the ball right now. I feel like that's all that's all the Steelers do it feels like actually I didn't I didn't I it comes back down to my running back game it's funny I put Curtis Samuel in at the, like the last minute because the week before and the week before that he had some decent numbers I was like let me give him a try and see it, I'm talking within the last 10 minutes I was like let me put him in I think I had Jerry Judy in there which would have gave me six points would have made a big big difference but uh wouldn't have been I a goose egg and I'm yeah. just
1: saying, when are you going to start showing some love for Jerry Judy? Man, the guy has, <laughs> has done nothing but score points for your bench.
0: I don't know. He, I'm just not. That team, I think it's the team. Like, I don't know. But you're right. I mean, I, I got to be more. And more we,
1: should, we should say this, that Kevin beat you with Drew Brees only putting up nine points because nine. Drew Brees basically broke every bone in his old man body in this <laughs> game. Did. And I actually don't know when Drew Brees is coming back because... I think he, they said he has six broken ribs or five broken ribs and potentially like a hip bruise. And like, that's just not what you want to see out of a 40 plus no. year old quarterback. It's just, nope. um, so Kevin's going to be in trouble. He's going to have to think about his quarterback. He does have Andy Dalton, I guess, and Nick Foles, but you know, Nick Foles put up a solid four spot last week. So I don't think you really want to be in a position
0: where you're playing him. I'll tell you, I don't know if anybody picked him up yet, but your brother should think about picking up Jameis Winston. Cause he'll put up some points the guy throws the ball a lot
1: you gotta imagine that he will so somebody yeah, might pick yeah. him up but
0: yeah um uh, Justin Herbert gave me some some points I'm uh, I'm not unhappy with my uh, little backup role of the quarterback there now he's officially on the trading block because we had to get through the week <laughs> which got us <laughs> nothing anyway so what the hell's the difference
1: well it's interesting you know you do look at your team you don't have a lot of places you could have gone to get yeah, points. he couldn't have gone back to the well and done better. So no,
0: exactly. I really couldn't. Jerry well, got me sixty. The only other thing that maybe I could I I I've given up. I used to have the new New Orleans defense. I gave it up for the Tennessee defense. Bad move on my part. Tennessee is so inconsistent on defense. And then usually my kicker, uh uh young Ho Koo, usually gives me a good 20 points a game. <laughs> he was had a bye week, but can't really count on the kicker i suppose at the end of the day <laughs>
1: that's that's definitely true well i you know congratulations to kevin he's now yes. one and nine he yes. uh with uh now, if, if tom puts up another uh, stinker of a week kevin could get up to tying him with a record of I two know. and nine he's in he, that win Actually he jeopardizes his
0: first round draft. Yeah, pick. battle of the first pick, um, tanking for Trevor. Um, but um, you did say last week your brother could miraculously run the table. Maybe this was the star. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I we'll wait, do you believe in miracles? <laughs> 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 All right. Well, let's right. let's use that to to recap the standings. So the standings currently. Uh, you know, the Mansfield Tims, the top three, the Mansfield Tims, the Boston Gangsta, and the Davis Square Hipsters all lost last week. Um, it takes the respective records to eight and two, seven and three, and six and four. Davis Square Hipsters are tied now with the Night King at six and four. So Patrick's actually within striking distance of potentially getting even into the top spot, which he, yep, he really yep. wouldn't have been without that win. Um, and then we've got a four way tie of five and five for the for the fifth and sixth uh, playoff spots right now between the no luck literally upstate masters Farmington football team and team penna. Um, the way we'd have to look into exactly how the head to head records all match up, but that is the first tiebreaker in, in terms of of who gets to move forward in terms of the seating. Um, then uh, we've got goodwill punting uh, at two and eight and Cuga middle fingers bringing up the rear but uh, at one and nine so. Some interesting things coming into yeah. the, the trade deadline. It was
0: not a lot of movement. Uh, it was kind of like all the teams that had to lose kind of, I, I guess it, it, the, the chart didn't really, nobody gained a lot of space. Maybe just Night King, right? Just maybe Patrick. Right, right. Maybe your brother, but I suppose it doesn't matter too, too much. <laughs> <laughs> the overall standings. That's Not true. to take away from me. He could run the table. Um, right, right. All right, so All there's right. eight days
1: left on the trading block, just as everyone is aware. November yeah. 27th at 3 a.m. is when the trade deadline uh, passes. Uh, so if you're thinking about making trades, this is the week to do it or, or right after this week. Um, as a reminder we 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 lock the trades until the season ends and then once the regular season ends then we'll open back up you could trade yeah. draft picks you could trade players you could do whatever you want after that but um the free agency pool will also lock at that time so uh but trading can recommence after week 16
0: yeah now as for buys if we <clears throat> if we get it right <laughs> because we never seem to get it right i believe our bye weeks are quite a few uh i guess quite a few i guess it's just four at the end of the day but uh it is uh san francisco 49ers the new york giants the chicago bears and the buffalo bills are off this week the next week there are no buys oddly and then the week after there are some buys um so it's weird i think i don't
1: think there's any buys next week because of the thanksgiving games because there's three games on thanksgiving now and i uh i had presumed that you know, in the past that left a really bad Sunday football game. Uh, like there yeah. would be like one four o'clock game and one, one o'clock game. And you still have the primetime games. And basically that, that midday Interesting. stretch were, was always terrible. So I think with the full complement of teams playing, cause you've got six of them out on Thursday and then you take out the, that four for the primetime games on Sunday and Monday, you know, it's only 10 teams out of the league that'll, that'll be yeah. gone. So you still have enough of matchups to, makes sunday interesting in the past sunday after thanksgiving has always been very boring for football it's and it's never really that fun of a fantasy football week because you got all these teams playing on thursday and we all know how thursday games aren't very high scoring anyway so it's kind of cool that they have no bye weeks um i'm surprised that there's no one there uh and that they didn't use this as part of the COVID shuffle
0: that's COVID, yeah well I mean, good for us. More football to watch, I suppose. On yeah, that's right. Week. Um, listen, I think, so we'll go on to do some picks. Is that where we want to go next? Yeah, let's do it. Um, I think, you know, I think we should start at one of the better games, I think, of the week that we have to kind of watch. And I think that's Night King and No Luck, literally. I think this will be a game that could change positions and kind of keep people atop or in the middle or, you know, in, in, in the thing. So I, I think it's a pretty good matchup, actually. Um, this
1: week. i agree i mean they're this they are within one one win of each other this is you know it goes a long way for ray if he wins this game to securing a spot in the playoffs trying to secure a spot in the playoffs um patrick can use it to really elevate his status and try to chase after some of the front runners but it, and it's maybe even a little seating for him but you know i think uh it's definitely going to be a close one uh yeah who, who are you going with
0: so, you know, it's funny of all the picks this week, I think you and I are going to probably have similar, very, very similar. Um, uh, by the way, last week, we should probably just recover that. I was going to say. We both went that. two and three last week, actually. So we both did not have great games, although you did pick your brother. So you picked, um, I supposedly, an underdog, but probably not. We both had picked Night Kings last week, and I took Team Penna um, over you, and you took yourself. So, um, you know, you didn't win either way, I suppose, or you won <laughs> either way. I don't know. Um, but this week, you know, it's interesting. I think this is the one game that maybe you and I can maybe differ on for this week. So I took Night King here. Um, and I I I honestly did it because of some quarterback uncertainty in, in Ray's area. And and I the reason why I think we might differ is because you have said it yourself that you think um Ray's team's getting a little stronger. And he's got some good depth, and these are some some household names. But I'm a, I'm kind of in on Mike Evans. He's scoring a lot of points these days. He's he's taking a lot of balls from Tom Brady, especially he scores a lot of touchdowns. Actually, my dad said that. He's like, boy, Mike Evans scores a lot of touchdowns from that three yards and in. And I'm like, yeah, he basically does. <laughs> um, you know, Todd Gurley is back this week. Maybe he'll put up some points. And obviously, James Conner um, and Aaron Rodgers are playing good football. So, I and then he's got the Dolphins defense. Um, so I took I took Patrick here. I'm interested to see what you did. Maybe you feel similar.
1: I'm taking Ray. I am taking Ray here actually. So the it, it I do agree that Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback play here again compared to Teddy Bridgewater playing Detroit, but I do think that Indianapolis's defense is actually pretty good and could cause some headaches for Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers may have a game that brings him back down to earth a little bit compared to these 37-point games. Aaron Rodgers has had a lot of points, but the Packers games have not been that good overall. So there's actually been, you know, his fantasy gain is not necessarily translating into really good football um you know i the the big thing also is that there's that question mark on james robinson of whether or not he's going to play but he's playing pittsburgh and pittsburgh's defense has been really good against the run this year and i just don't think that's going to turn into big gains for james robinson um and like you said the saints defense is playing pretty well and could potentially bottle up todd Gurley. and again that's one of those divisional matchups where they they always play a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I think it really comes down to the fact that, uh, you know, Chase Claypool is playing lights out in Pittsburgh. DeAndre Hopkins is having a stellar year and Keenan Allen just keeps catching balls from Justin Herbert. So uh, in terms of run- wide receivers and how they match up with Patrick's team, it's really Mike Evans versus those guys. And I think any of those guys on their own can put up the the production that mike evans might so and the other big boost that ray has like i said is mike davis is is the starting running back again in carolina so alvin kamara i think they're going to rely on him a little bit more especially with uh without drew Brees there and you know Jameis winston will air it out all day long yeah. um and you know that will at least tempt atlanta to play in in pass coverage to mm-hmm. try to pick him off because that's the the other thing that he's really good at is throwing interceptions so um but the chargers get the jets so as much as the Dolphins' defense is good for Patrick, the Chargers get the Jets, and that's a win for Ray. I think um, any time a defense can play the Jets, they that's who you go with. So um, I'm going with Ray. But I think this is the game to watch. I think it's going to be a close one. Um, it's definitely one of the higher projected scoring games uh, across the league right now. But I'm going. Uh, I'm going Ray. All right. All right. Let's go. Well, we, uh,
0: let's go, let's go goodwill punting and Davis Square Hipsters because uh by projection, we're pretty close, although I'm not sure everyone has their team finalized yet. But um could this be? I mean, could Tom you know, by by uh by projection, uh win versus Tim this week? Is it possible that like Carson Wentz does actually put up, you know, 50 points because he's angry and he's mad? Um well, I I'll did t- take I- Davis Square Hipsters here. Um I just thought, you know, I, I think it's a stronger team. I, I think that Russell Wilson will bounce back. Um, I think they're at home. I think it's now it is a Thursday game to your point. So it could be interesting, but um, anyways, I was, I took Davis, but you were going to say something. Go ahead.
1: I was going to say, well, you know, ESPN is projecting it to be 100.0 points to a hundred point seven points. So a slight edge to Tim. So, uh, but I'm with you. I'm going with the Davis square hipsters as well um you know you can't put up 52 points in one week and then expect to beat one of the better teams in the league the next week unless (laughs) unless there's like a miracle that happens but um you know i do think tom has the real potential to throw up some points i will say i think seattle bounces back especially at home they didn't have to go west you know they're at home they're gonna be playing the russell wilson the future russell wilson so to speak and kyler murray and i think it's gonna fire this team up a little bit you got a divisional matchup here so Um, I think you and I are excited to watch that game tonight. Actually, we probably will watch it a little bit together um, virtually, but I, you know, I don't feel a hundred percent confident in Tim's team right now, mainly because Kenny and Drake is still a little shaky after that injury, I think. And and Jonathan Taylor, you know, fell out of favor in Indianapolis, but seems to be coming back. And it's kind of like they let him learn his lesson and now he's going to play some more, but at some point the LA Rams, you know that that running back situation with daryl Henderson jr has gotten a little muddy because can't they're trying to get cam makers touches because he's obviously the rookie and they they want to invest in him but they also have been getting malcolm brown the ball around the end zone malcolm brown's been kind of like leeching off some points from uh daryl Henderson Henderson jr as well so um yeah. tim is going to need a kicker because uh, yeah, he's got a kicker and ram uh, I'm has sick, been yeah. playing lights out for the giants but and they signed to make sense and then, then he immediately went on
0: IR. So it's so strange. He also is a uh, bye week anyway, so it probably wouldn't have mattered at the end of the day. But right. um, yeah, I mean the projections we're talking about are kind of hard because they're you know, not really set yet. But you know, I, I really you know, Tim's <laughs> Tim's week is over tonight. He's gonna have all these players tonight. It's gonna be all right, we'll see where we can go. I mean, Tom's gonna be watching the games and be like, Tim's done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know.
1: No, I am interested to see if he ends up putting in Edwards Hilaire. I would imagine he does Vegas is not does, a great, yeah. great matchup for or I mean, it's, it's not a great defense. It's a great matchup yeah. for Edwards Hilaire. Um, you know, I think, and I, I do wonder it, if
0: he wants to start thinking about AJ green a little bit more again. I know he's been getting a little bit more, some more touches from uh, Joe Burrow, but yeah, that's a couple of weeks, maybe not great, but generally we'll see. All
1: right. Well, so we're both all going Tim right. there. Uh, sorry, Tom. Um, I wish you more than 52 points this week though. Um, <laughs> all
0: right. Let's, uh, go Cayuga. Okay, yeah. the middle fingers in team penna. We'll see. Uh, let's see if your brother can get his win. Number two, uh, another underdog upset moment, possibly. Uh, probably not. Uh, team penna for me, <laughs> but I did, th- you know, t- in Kevin's defense, I have said time and time again that I can't pick him until he wins and he won. No, I'm not picking him. <laughs> quarterback, quarterback, quarterback for me.
1: I mean, it's hard not to pick team penna after he just had the monster week that he just had and he, he he beat the team in first place. So, I mean, Kevin beat the team with the lowest points scored. So it's not, (laughs) it's not so impressive. Uh, But you know, the. (laughs) I'm dead over here. I'm dead. I'm dead. You have me dead. Uh, You know, I, the biggest thing is Kevin's really hurting for a quarterback now, Drew Brees, in that injury. And I think he's going to have to either make a trade for a quarterback or try to pick somebody up off the waiver wire like you were talking about. I think there are some players on the waiver wire. He's got two empty bench spots right now, which I'm not really sure why that is. So Kevin can definitely go in and pick up a few players. And, you know, even if he wants to just wait and see on some of them, I'm surprised yeah. he hasn't done that There are yet.
0: a couple players on, on the waiver wire right now that are getting some touches, wide receivers and stuff. Yeah, you really... I mean, I haven't picked any up. I've, I picked looked at a couple of them, but there's some points there to be had.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and when you have space on your bench, there's no reason not to
0: fill it. So yeah, and he could take the uh, Devonta Freeman. I mean, he is so much more you can do here too, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. So, well, Penna, I, I think Penna's got the win here. I do think it's going to be an interesting week for him overall because, you know, he's playing Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has been putting up points. It's not a big deal. Washington um, is not a great defense. So I don't think he's going to miss Josh Allen to the bye as much as normal, but He is missing Stefan Diggs as a result. So he's got to play DJ Moore and Mike Williams. So he's got a little bit less certainty with his wide receivers than he normally would. So um, I do think (laughs) he's got a chance to win though.
0: Penn's team makes me laugh a little bit because uh, (laughs) he has no Buffalo players. I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to pass out, I think. (laughs) Look at the Phantom. Penn, are you okay? Are you okay? (laughs) I don't know how he's doing this. Half his team is on by. Well,
1: I wish I had gotten him this week instead of uh, last week, but that's, that's C right. la vie, I suppose. All right, <laughs> let's, uh, let's let's go uh, to let's. Farmington farming football team upstate
0: masters. Yeah, we'll we'll save the big game for the last. But um, so, uh, you want to go first on this one? Let's hear wh- who you have.
1: All right, I'm taking the Farmington football team, but on a condition. And the condition <laughs> is that I don't think he's going to keep playing Drew Locke. Uh, I think he's. I don't think his roster set yet. So I think, I think Matt. Uh, Ryan comes in here and Matt Ryan playing New Orleans, I think is going to be a, a, a good game overall. So um, right now I know the projections show you at 111.3. I haven't seen your team score 111.3 points in a long time,
0: but we'll see. Okay. Last um, week I had a great week. And now, you know, not, I mean, not this past week, the week before. <laughs> <laughs> you So hateful towards the Upstate Masters. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Well, I, I'd like to see, uh, I'd like to see what comes up. Um, I, I think this is going to be a good matchup for you guys to watch. Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have a great game against Vegas. So it's definitely hard uh, to pick against you. But, you know, I just assumed you're picking yourself here. So I'm going with the Farmington football team. I got to (laughs) make up some of my difference on the overall season record. Yeah,
0: you know, I really went back and forth here. This was probably the second hardest game for me to pick Uh, one. It's it's my team. and I know I I seem to pick my own team all the time. You know, I did end up picking myself. I think I really went on Patrick Mahomes here, but I, you know, your point about Matt Ryan not in the lineup right now, he's going to put Matt Ryan in. It's going to be, um, I probably even numbers. So then when you start to get down a little bit, I, I do think he does kind of win out. Um, you know, I think Cooper Cup's bound to have a little bit better week. Um, Brandon Cook's even, you know, possibly have a little bit better week. I, I really took myself cause I had my starting lineup back after the bye week. And I like will fuller these days. I am hoping Mark Andrews picks up um, a little bit and I might throw some Jerry Judy in there. Um, a, you know, but I'm not sure if I'm going to do the Gus bus yet, but we're, we'll see about that. But anyways, <laughs> that's where I ended up. All right. Myself. Well, you know,
1: you, you, Jerry Judy is averaging seven points a week. Pretty respectable. <laughs> his, his floor is two and a half. So, you know, it's not a bad play. But, uh, All right. And then, uh, we got a really great game for the last one here. I think because it's the Boston Gangsta versus the Mansfield Tims. This is really, it comes down to who could win the regular season. This is a big game for that. So, um, you know, one will create space and one will, or make it exactly a tie, but the head to head record, um, will be in favor of Stav. I believe, I believe Stav beat me earlier in the year as well. So, um, you know, I wouldn't really, even with the same record at the end, I don't think I can get on top of him. So, yeah. Uh well it is projected at 132.2 to 125 and at point four. Uh who are you going with, Jeff, and why?
0: So I I I struggled because you know that I'm a loyalist to the bossing gang stop. Um I jersey. am taking <laughs> I have the jersey. I am taking the Mansfield Tim's on this one. And here is why. There's the kiss um, of death. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I like your attitude, but that's okay. That's all right. um, if, if Christian McCaffrey, we going to play in this game, I'm taking stops team. Um, he's not. So I, I don't love his running backs in a stronger sense. I think yours are better. Um, I think you, we're going to know pretty quickly. I think we're going to know by tonight where this is going to be, how Kyler plays and, and how it goes in Seattle. Um, I do think Lamar is due for a better game, although against Tennessee, I'm not really sure, but I, I think Kyler, I think Kyler plays better. Like a lot of quarterbacks, I think plays better against competitive teams. Um, so I do like the numbers there. Um, I think you're due in some areas and, and the pick up, you know, Justin Jefferson really has been getting you some, uh, he's been a good, good wide receiver for you. So I, I, I'm going to stick with you, man. I think this is, I think you're going to go, I think you're going nine and two, um, but could be close, but what are you going to do? I, you know, I'm I struggle with this from getting stopped because I, if I win or I lose, it doesn't matter. I feel good.
1: <laughs> I, th- I thought about that. I did think about that. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, I, I guess I'm getting stopped on a good week because uh, between Christian McCaffrey being hurt still, you know, not having another week back and then, um, uh, Jerick McKinnon being on a bye you know he doesn't really have a San Francisco uh, running back that he can play normally and I do think Tennessee is a better defense than has been showing up in the score line so and Lamar's playing in Tennessee so you know and I think they do show up and play the game better against bigger games so or bigger names and bigger teams so I think Kyler's going to have a good day today. I hope he does. I don't think Seattle's defense is stellar. I think they're good, but they're not stellar. Like they have been in years past. It's definitely not the Legion of boom anymore. And I, yeah. I, I do think that, um, like I said, for Tim's team, I think there's going to be a lot more points to be had for the Seahawks. So I do think the Arizona will have to play catch up or at least keep up um, for most of the game. I think Derek Henry, should finally have a good game i'm really hoping he finally does it's been a little too long and and i think aaron jones one more week removed from a calf injury would really yeah, go a long agree. way for helping him yeah, so um, well, the
0: return of kelvin ridley for um uh, first off is actually that's a good he's a he's point machine and then delvin cook who knows against dallas <laughs> he could have all field day oh
1: for sure and i think that's what scares me the most and that's why i think this is actually going to be a pretty close game the they're projected at 132.2 to 125 Point four, um, actually, and I had to do a lot of shuffling of my uh, lineup because I ended up having all of my IDPs were on by. So between the Giants and the Bears, I had no one to play. Um, so I had to I had to pick up some guys off the waiver wire and put them in. But um, you know, we also have two similarly ranked defenses here, so you get the Vikings yeah. playing Dallas, which is a terrible uh team and, and you've got the Steelers playing Jacksonville who you know who was his could name Josh Luton yeah. is that his name yeah was, yeah so it could go either way but I think the Steelers are going to be just fine so oh, yeah um anyway I think this is going to be a fun game to watch I look forward to Thursday night football tonight we'll have a little clarity on how good this this game ends up I might play a little bit around with the flex and maybe put in a different running back yeah. I over justin jefferson but justin jefferson's been playing really quite well this year
0: so So just so i make sure i have this right you're taking yourself i'm taking myself okay wow i'm excited about that see i think i should have taken stop darn i should have stayed loyal stop i'm sorry please i wish you
1: had because i feel like this is the kiss of death i really do
0: (laughs) you know I'm beginning to think that maybe this is a Mike and Mike situation <laughs> where off the air we don't talk to each other
1: anymore. <laughs> as long as that means I get the like penthouse million dollar studio overlooking New York and, Harbor, In the that's one fine. one
0: o'clock to prime time spot, yeah, one PM. Because yeah. um, one right, of them is, is...
1: is still got a job, and the other,
0: one is... yeah, the other, Well, the other one has a job. I guess he's just calling football. Although I don't know, I actually haven't heard of him. I heard he did a great job, though. I think he'll be elevated to NFL pretty soon. My yeah. guess is um all right well uh here we are we're off on week 11 of some football we remember everyone eight more days of trading period so um there's not much time left in that arena and there's really not too many weeks left in our season which is really unbelievable so you don't have to painfully listen to this much longer
1: <laughs> yeah well hey you know there's there is that um have a have a healthy weekend everybody yeah you know we'll try to come back maybe
0: thanksgiving week next week so maybe we'll try to come back a little bit early but we might
1: come back a little early too yeah i I mean i will say i we canceled our thanksgiving plans we won't be seeing any of our family in person um we just don't think it's worth the risk and there's a lot to be said about how much coronavirus is still present so if you guys are on the fence you're thinking about it know that other people are doing the same thing and canceling it so um you know stay safe and make sure you're doing the right thing with your family sure
0: all right, everyone. We will uh, see you back here next week. And we are back to another <laughs> episode of Airing It Out Season 1-2.
1: You really shouldn't just stick to this It's
0: You like my singing voice?
1: Your singing Sing- voice is lovely The songwriting, mm-hmm. lyrics, etc <laughs> Could you use some work? <laughs> uh, I mean, you're not going to be the next Lin-Manuel Miranda Let's put it that way
0: <laughs> But your singing voice is better shit. than
1: Lin-Manuel Miranda
0: That's right And Mark And we are back to another <laughs> episode I'm of Area Out. How...
1: <laughs> i had like this like stitch in my side right at the beginning ah, Antique. and i looked at my face and i was like oh my god my face you weren't even on
0: Dude. i know but i could see me <laughs> i could see, i could see me